1: So, speaking of uh, the world out there, and obviously politics have gotten super weird. We're all watching entire countries invade other countries. Russia, the great bad guy, right? Throughout, throughout all of our time, the, the Cold War, uh, World War II, I mean, all of these things. And now uh, politics have become so wide open and so accepted to talk about. I don't, I don't, I don't remember before 2016 ever really talking about politics. Because we'd never had civilians in politics, it was always—I don't know—these stuffy guys. You didn't really know what they do, and they, they were all kind of the same anyway. Whether yeah. what—if you were Democrat or Republican, you were all just kind of the same. The weird stuff you talk about is like the Ross Perot guy, right? Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. Because it was almost all the same thoughts. It was yeah. all—they were so close together. It just wasn't—it wasn't worth arguing about, and. Uh, But there's good and bad in all this. Letting normal people become politicians, I think, can be terrible, can be good. But I think in this case, like Alexandra Hunt just made the news. I'm sure she's going to be great. She's actually incredibly smart. She has two masters. Now the big problem is for others, not for us. She's running for Congress, and, of course, she has a past
2: born and raised in rochester new york our next guest is a public health researcher a girl's soccer coach an advocate for social racial economic and environmental justice with a master's degree from drexel university who is making headlines for her college career as a stripper as she runs for congress in pennsylvania please welcome alexandra hunt
1: alexandra hunt how are you
3: I'm doing well,
1: how are you I'm well we're, we're talking about the fact that it's it's cool to see normal people or civilians, you would say, not lifelong politicians jump into politics, but then we've also seen like some crazy bastards you think the mist, like the my pillow guy you're like Jesus Christ is nut so you decide, what would make you want to be first of all in politics uh,
3: I, I think that uh, just to preface this, people tell me that I'm not very political because I don't I don't mind my words. I am pretty out of pocket and uh, very direct, and I think that that's not the style of politics and politicians that we are accustomed to in this country. Sure. But I think that's, that's what we need in order to get the resources and the help we need to the ground where folks are really suffering, and that's really what inspired me to run for office, well, is that there wasn't enough resources on the ground. Our lines for... Uh, relief were getting too long, and our politicians were speaking about it, but not doing anything. Well, of course,
1: it. that's what politicians do, right? Just, look, they just look—they just want to get the office so that they can have. Uh, people come to them who need them to do their bidding and then they get lobbyists and money is flowing into their, their accounts. And, and it's just, it's the way of the pol- political world. But you have gotten in front of any of the naysayers because you were you were a stripper. So you're like, look, this is just so we're wide open. And I believe in this, by the way. I believe if you tell, if you let all of your skeletons out of the closet and all your secrets are out in the world, nobody can hurt you from the outside.
3: Right. And and that was the the mindset I had going into it. That, that doesn't mean that there haven't been uh, jabs taken at me that I have felt on the campaign trail for being so vulnerable. Uh, but I think it's important to lead that way and to try to recreate the, the landscape of our political sphere yeah. so that we have more people, everyday people, who have lived the experiences that our politicians get up and preach about and, and know exactly what we need again on the
1: ground in our well, community listen listen remember we can't it, it will do us no good to be uh, political stumping right now just because nobody from Kansas City can vote for Philadelphia so I, I really I want to talk about you not not your views on politics because I it's not part of my world uh, but I love the idea that listen for the record I think you're you're going from a, a very reputable career as, a, as an exotic dancer. To politics, must be very disappointing to your parents. I would think, my God, not politics. This other thing was okay. But for God's sake, man, what a dirty game you're going to get into. It certainly is dirty. Yeah. Yeah. No, way dirtier than being a dancer. Big deal. So you danced around. The idea that that is a vulnerability also astounds me. So you, so what? So you made some money dancing. You know who's creepy in a strip club? The dudes. Men are creepy in strip clubs. You know it, and I know it. They're nothing more than ATM machines with hands, and I understand that. Like, it's never. I, I don't. I, I never understand why the world would want to blame the sex worker, the girl who's turned the guy on, or the guy who's in there spending his kid's college fund. He's the reprobate.
3: Well, I I don't think that there's really a need to place blame anywhere. Right. I think that that it's an industry, and there. It's a supply and a demand, and uh, that's that's about the sum of it. I, I don't think that we need to blame clients or, or the folks who frequent strip clubs. I also don't think we need to stigmatize strippers uh, or, or other sex workers.
1: Yeah, no, no. You don't get me wrong. What I'm trying to explain is. People think that there's some kind of succubus in there drawing that man in. Otherwise, he'd be a good Christian man. But he just he was tempted beyond all things. And the truth of the matter is, that's not the way it is at all. Like it's just like you said, it's a it's a supply and demand. And, and certainly, you're not taking good good fathers off the streets and 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 turning them into terrible perverts. These guys knew what they were looking for when they walked through that door, and and for them to condemn it is ridiculous to me. Which, by the way, why would that disqualify you just because? You were a peeler, and in, in, in all reality, peelers know how to get stuff done. If you can talk a dude out of that every twenty in his pocket, and you can keep him on that hook long, and I'm sure you had regulars, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know anybody who knows anybody at strip clubs, regulars are guys who come on, and they will give a considerable amount of money every payday. But it takes work to build those relationships, and those dudes really you those all are all relationships. It's not because you're banging them. It's not because you're having sex with them. It's because there's a thing that a stripper can do where she gets inside that guy's head and basically he's lonely and he's looking for somebody who understands him. Sometimes what? Just to listen to him. Right. Yeah.
3: Did you, did you do this job? <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: I got a lot of friends who are peelers and, <laughs> and you know, it, 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 somebody who can pull that off can absolutely change things in politics. You know, it's all about relationships. It's all about getting what you need to get done done.
3: And I, I think when we launched, we were leading with a very grassroots campaign. And, and one of the criticisms, I guess, was that we would not be able to fundraise. And I said, well, they, they don't know what I have in my back pocket. <laughs> and, and that's the ability to build relationships and uh, to, to, yes, make, make money in, in building
1: those relationships. So, how long, by the way, how long did you dance? During college. Yeah, so I bet you're amazing. How much do you think you made all total? Oh,
3: I I do not remember how much, but I made a
1: significant amount. <laughs> right, it's uh, uh but certainly, of course, I know that you you uh, uh, told the government everything you made and all your taxes were paid. I understand. I uh, uh, but you have they two are. two master's degrees. Which congratulations on that. That's not easy. And um, I I feel like if you're just doing the show, by the way, Alexandra Hunt, 28 years old, former peeler, running for Congress now in Philadelphia. Um, what do you think your odds are of getting elected to that seat?
3: I think we're going to win.
1: Good for you. And I hope you do.
3: <laughs> I think that it's that it's a very big uphill battle. And my opponent has held public office for 42 years. His right. name is known. Uh, but we are doing things differently and leading with a vulnerability and um, also – Coming out of that that marginalization, the shadows that society tends to push people into, and I think that our district really needs that. And so, it's a matter of getting the word out of both our policy platforms and and um, my personal story and how I can relate to the folks in the district. And it's it's doing well. We are doing well, and I think that we can win.
1: Listen, you are the to me the perfect story. We all say, what does everybody say? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's up to you. You're the one who has to get your job done. Well, look, mother effer, if you want me, and this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to college. I wanted two master's degrees. I was going to put the work in at college, but that cost money. I didn't have the money. So I did what it took to get the money, to better myself, to take my life where I wanted it to go. And if you think you could poke a hole in that somehow, you've lost your goddamn mind. Right. And yeah. uh, one, of the, one of the
3: comments, that was shown to me recently, because I try not to read the comments, uh, was pull
1: yourself up by the garter straps. <laughs> yeah, right? Hey, man, if I could throw a, a, a baseball at 100 miles an hour consistently, I'd be in the in major leagues, right? It, look, whatever right. whatever you got by whatever means, it's an honest, straightforward, hardworking job, and it ain't easy. It is not easy being a peeler, man. It's, uh you know, being a dancer, it's, uh, it's a lot. It's emotionally a lot. Like, do you have a regular... A civilian relationship now do you have a guy are you married are you are you single
3: no i'm single and that was something that uh conservatives had a very big issue
1: with well i'm worried about the, the liberal side getting up your ass as well because they feel like you you know objectify a woman's body and that's always driven me crazy if you believe in feminism then you got to believe that a woman has the right to do whatever she wants to make the money she wants to make
3: right that is it is a part of bodily autonomy
1: yeah, so you you know it's it's gonna come from all sides my friend but if you uh you know like just like you've already done you've got two master's degrees that you paid for uh, if you want this you want it bad enough you, you be careful what you wish for because I'm afraid you're gonna get it <laughs> I,
3: yes I agree with that sentiment
1: <laughs> all right listen uh, keep us posted I, I hope you do win the election
3: thank you very much I appreciate
1: it all right I'll- people like that yeah. super fascinating. It was a little tricky to get her off the politic part because I'm like, honey, nobody here can vote for you. Nobody, mm. So it doesn't matter. Right. What I want to talk about is the fact that the, just the liberals are going to hate her because she's a woman in the sex industry. So there's a whole bunch of quote unquote woke people like you're just ruining women everywhere because you're doing this and you're, and you're, and you're objectifying your body. And I'm like, calm down. Nobody has ever done more to set women. I think a lot of women back than feminism. Because they're so hard about the rules of what you can and can't do.
3: I'm sorry nobody paid you for that questionable gangbang in college. <laughs> right?
1: Right? But that was the thing. So I learned that the hard way. I'm really talking to girls at the brothel at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. Safe, legal, up front. The women get the money. They choose to be there. Tested. Right. All of it. All of it up front. Feminists hated them. I'm like... How can you hate them? What it's just the very core of what you're trying to BS everybody about. It's if they have the right to do whatever they want. If you want to be an MMA guy and get your brains punched out, end up with CTE. You want to be a boxer. We all love them, right? Mm-hmm. We're NFL quarterback getting sacked until you can't do your multiplication tables. But now you know she can use her body for that. Now she's a uh, she's setting women back. I don't I don't buy it.
2: Yeah, well, I just don't buy it, man. And the other thing I was talking to Michael because that was a tour through our guy out of New York. And she's, you know, she's had to take on like staff and campaign managers and whatever. And he said that, you know, the campaign manager's kind of been in there with her while she's doing the tour. But she needs to drop all the like she talked about, I want to be a per you know, of the people, yeah. jump straight. She needs to embrace all of this. Right. What we're talking about yeah. and go strong. And yeah. don't don't get there and become one of them. Yeah, that's it. Don't get there and try to learn
1: their speak. Don't go to them. Make them come to you. Exactly. No, that's it. You look them in the eye and go, Hey, so you believe everybody should You know, not be handed anything, right? That's right. We don't believe that that you should have to you should get your loans forgiven, right? That's right. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Not me. And then you go, Well, this is what I did. I didn't take out a loan. I did it. I finished it. I've got the degrees. You can see them and I paid for them myself. Now you got a problem with the way I made the money. You can suck my D all the way to the And she was
2: working three jobs at one time. She was working her regular job, bartending and dancing. And I'm like, if that doesn't prove, hey, if you want it, go get it. It's
1: the American dream. And yeah. I, I'll argue with anybody. I don't care if you like it or not. Whatever it took, right? If it was legal,
2: you got to get there. You
1: got to get there. You harm nobody. Hell, the only person she may have harmed is herself. Yeah. You know, just just it's not. Great, the other way it's is not a great just, way to see, man. I assure you, like it's, <laughs> this is not the the best moment in man's life. It's it's just a row of dudes sitting there with boners. It's just it could be a pretty
0: woman moment.
2: <laughs> she don't have no pen holding her boot up because uh-uh. the other side of that coin is you sit your fat ass on the couch and go i just can't get a break i can't get ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah right, that's it
2: that's the other half of it and you're like what do you want a- to do
1: world's against me that's yeah. how they, they keep the deck it's stacked against me uh-huh. listen it's uh, i don't know if i feel worse about getting lap dances in my life which i still go to a strip club but i i like them uh, it's haven't gone in forever yeah. or the fact that we used to use it I'm not going to say where but that's where we used to go and buy coke so, <laughs> so, yeah. undisclosed location. I'm, not, I'm not sure which <laughs> I should feel worse about it, man.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades and shutters We even have options for your patio too